0: Good morning, everybody. We meet in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and it's great to be together. We're going to sing our first song. Please do join in if you would like with the words which will come up on your screen Jesus paid it all, and together we know that he did. Let's sing. Oh, it was- It all, all to him we owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but he washed it white as snow. This is the good news of our faith, everybody, that Jesus has washed us clean through his death on the cross and his rising to new life more on that in a few minutes' time. We're continuing today to look at our series of parables. We're looking at parables in the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Uh, And we finish chapter 13 of Matthew's Gospel today, the series of parables that we find there, Uh, and we read today the parable of the net. More on that in a few minutes' time. Once again, welcome to our service. My name is Toby. I'm going to lead the service today and it's going to be me preaching today. It's my turn on our preaching rota. So I'll be speaking about that parable in just a few minutes time. But before we do any of that, we're going to share news. If you've got some news you'd like to share, please do put it into the stream. We'll pick that up uh, and we'll mention it. And we're going to start off with birthdays. And I certainly know of a couple of birthdays. Uh, I think Joyce Taylor, your birthday is today. So many happy returns uh, to you, Joyce. I hope you have a great day. Uh, And also Charlie. Sorry, Charlie, we missed your birthday last week, but uh, we haven't entirely forgotten. So many happy returns to you, Charlie, for your birthday just uh, almost a week ago. I don't know if there are any other birthdays coming up. None so far. But please do drop them in uh, if you would like us to uh, mention them and any other news you perhaps had a chance to look at our prayer sheet, it's on our website and indeed on Facebook, it looks like that. Various readings and prayers for every day of the week in there and in our daily readings this week we are working our way through the book of Ezra in the Old Testament, back to Ezra on Tuesday and prayers for every day as well. Uh, And then some items of news on the back page, so please do have a look at that. One thing to mention is that Marjorie Alcott is in the Marie Curie hospice. She's gone in for respite, she'll be there for a week or two, uh, and then we shall see uh, where she goes after that, home uh, or somewhere else. We don't know yet. So please do pray for Marjorie and for the family. Um, Any other news, uh, please do put them in the stream. Um, We are going to come before the Lord in confession. God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Let us then show our love for Him by confessing our sins in penitence and faith. We keep some moments' silence and then we pray the prayer of confession. Please do join in with the words which are printed in bold on the screen. For all the times we have gone our own way, Father, forgive us you tell us to follow you. For all the times we have put ourselves before you and our service to others, Father, forgive us, you tell us to love. For all the times we have been selfish with the things that you give us, Father, forgive us, you tell us to share. To follow you, to love you, to love others and to share with them, Father, forgive us, you tell us to change. The good news of the Bible, the good news of the Christian faith, is that despite all of those things that we have done, those things we have done wrong, those ways in which we have fallen short of God's magnificent purpose for our lives, in his son Jesus Christ, he reaches down to us and he takes us and he lifts us to the heights. He washes us whiter than snow so that one day when Jesus comes again, we can be with God in his glory forever. This is the marvelous gospel of grace This is truly good news. We're going to come back to that in our reading now and Sarah is going to read to us from Matthew chapter 13.
1: Today's reading is taken from Matthew 13 verses 47 to 52. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into containers and threw away the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into a fiery furnace. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? They said to him, yes. And he said to them, Therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house, who brings out his treasure, what is new and what is old. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: Great tree, Sarah. Thank you very much. Let us pray. May I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. Matthew chapter 13, verse 47. And we've been looking over the last few weeks at these parables in Matthew chapter 13. In fact, this chapter has been a succession of parables that Jesus uses to speak about God's coming kingdom. There's the parable of the sower, that's the first one, that's a long one, that's verses 1 to 23, and that is really about how we hear and how we understand parables, or in many cases how we don't or can't understand them. And then there's the parable of the weeds after that, that's in verses 24 to 30, and that is all about how God's chosen ones are mixed up. In the church, and indeed in this present world altogether, they're mixed up with everybody else. And so it shall be until Jesus returns. More on this in our reading today. There are the parables of the mustard seed and the yeast in verses 31 to 35 of this chapter. And they tell us that the kingdom starts really, really, really small as it did in one man, in Jesus alone. But then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And there are the parables of the treasure and of the pearl. We heard about those last time. They tell us that Jesus really is in charge and all shall be well. Verses 45 to 46. Well, we don't quite come to the end of the chapter today, but we come to the end of these parables, and we finish with this parable of the net with hard teaching. It is a hard reading, isn't it? And it picks up on the theme of the parable of the weeds. The chapter kind of circles back almost to where it began. And Jesus really wants his disciples if you know Jesus Christ that's you it's me he really wants us to hear and not just to hear but he really wants us to understand what he's saying today have you understood these things he asks those first disciples in verse 51 and it's a question also for us have you understood them are you sure have you really Because Jesus does want us to hear them as well, if we are a part of his people. Jesus wants us to hear. So let's have a look at today's reading. We're going to start off with the parable. The parable itself, that's in verses 47 and 48. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. And when it was full, the fishermen pulled it up onto the shore. Then they sat down. And they collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. Well, this isn't the sort of fishing they're doing that you do really from a boat. They're not hauling these nets full of fish into the boat when they're done. What they've got actually is a long net. And there's weights on the bottom to pull it right down uh, to the bottom of the lake. Uh, And there's floats on the top to pull it right up to the surface of the water. In other words, it catches Everything, as deep as the lake is, it catches everything that's there, even the fish, the bad fish, which will be no good for food. That's why these fishermen in the story, in the parable, that's why they throw them away. Well, that's the parable. It's easy to grasp, easy on the face of it to understand. But then we come to the point of the parable. Verses 49 to 51, the point of the parable, and this is where we come, everybody, to some hard and difficult teaching. Jesus says, this is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the burning furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So what the fishermen are doing to the fish in the story as they separate the good from the bad, Jesus says that's what he will do with human beings when he comes with his angels to save us. This is what the parable is about. That's the point. The righteous will go one way into God's kingdom of light, And the wicked will go the other way, into the blazing furnace where, quite understandably, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So the point is partly about judgment, hard teaching indeed, but it's also about comfort and about reassurance. There are good seed in the field, remember, in the parable of the weeds, not just bad. And the parables of the mustard seed and of the yeast, they tell us that although the kingdom starts small with just one person, Jesus Christ, Son of God, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and the parables of the hidden treasure, the parable of the pearl, they tell us that we can find Jesus. But much more important, that he will find us. Us, the people he's chosen. Because these stories, these parables, you'll remember, they are not primarily designed to speak to outsiders In fact, Jesus has told us near the beginning of this reading in verses 11 to 15 in the parable of the sower that the outsiders, they won't understand what's being said. The parables give reassurance to the people of God. They remind us that we are counted righteous. Not because of any good deeds on our part, of course, But entirely because of the righteousness of the Son, Jesus Christ. He died on the cross so that we don't have to. The only righteousness we have, but it's the only righteousness that counts, comes from Him. Jesus paid it all, all to Him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed me white as snow. And this is the reason why Jesus is so keen that his disciples should understand him. When he says to them, Have you understood these things? Well, what he's asking is nothing less than Do you know the gospel yet? Do you know it? Really? Do you? For what is the purpose of the parable? Have a look at verse 52. He said to them, Therefore every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house, who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. There's nothing wrong with being a teacher of the law. Jesus himself, of course, was a rabbi. Jesus was that but what he says is don't just bring the old treasures out. Your Old Testament wisdom, your Old Testament prophets, your Old Testament law. In Jesus Christ, there is new treasure, the new treasure of God's grace of his forgiveness, which is all undeserved. Do you deserve God's forgiveness? I know that I certainly don't. But his forgiveness, all undeserved, which will see us through when he comes back in judgment, if we would but throw ourselves upon him and upon his mercy. It is the gospel of grace. And the purpose of the parable is that we will know the gospel's truth and power so that we might go out and then teach it to others. This is the message. This is the message that the world needs to hear. In fact, in a sense, it is the only message that matters in this world today, and at any other season, in every place, in every time. This is the message that matters. Have you understood it yet? Have you heard it yet? Have you? The kingdom of heaven, Jesus says, starts here. Right here. So friends, go out and share the good news. Let us pray. Father God, may we know your truth. May we feel your power. And knowing your salvation, share the good news with the people we meet. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So our next song tells us the same things. Grace is not earned. is not earned or deserved it is a gift from god saved by his mercy alone rescued by his great love and graham is going to lead us in our prayers of intercession let us pray
2: father god we pray for our world we bring before you everyone affected by the covid pandemic those who have become ill those who have lost loved ones those who have lost jobs and livelihoods, those who have missed out in other ways. We pray particularly for the countries badly affected at the moment, the United States, Brazil, Portugal. We pray that our leaders will make wise decisions that will limit the effects of the virus. Father, we thank you for the vaccines and for the fact that so many people have already been vaccinated. We pray for the vaccination programme to continue successfully in this country and we pray that vaccines will become available in all parts of the world quickly. Father God, we pray for our world. We bring before you areas of conflict, especially Syria and Yemen. We thank you that President Biden has said the war in Yemen must end and we pray that all leaders of the groups involved would seek a peaceful settlement. Father God, we pray for our community. Please help all children who are learning at home instead of at school. Help them to be able to access the lessons. Help their parents trying to support the learning. We pray for all those who are alone, unable to go out to meet their friends and family. Help them to stay connected. We pray for our key workers, those who work in hospitals and in health care, those who provide social care, for police officers, shop workers and everyone in the food supply chain. Help us all to appreciate the work they do and keep them safe. Father God, we pray for our church. Help us to look after each other. Help us to stay close to you. We pray for the connect groups, that they will be places of fellowship, discipleship and spiritual growth. We pray for all those who make decisions on our behalf, that they would be led by you. Show us new ways of being your church at this time. We finish by saying the Lord's Prayer together.
0: So we come towards the end of our service. One piece of late news uh, recently come in is that we missed a birthday out. Alan Doyle was 70 last Thursday. Um, Many happy returns to you, Alan. Uh, And I understand that you celebrated by going and getting yourself uh, a vaccine against coronavirus. What a great way to spend your birthday. Many happy returns to you just to say before we come to our last song that there are various other things available. So for younger children there are our craft packs and they have been distributed uh, in person, some of them, and they're certainly available on our website and on our Facebook page, so please do have a look at those. Uh, And then for teenagers and anybody else as well, there's the weekly Bible study sheet which just goes through today's reading if you find that helpful uh, and asks you some questions about it to help you to focus on certain parts of it. So Please do have a look at that, if that's helpful to you. So we come to our closing song, and it reminds us that once we were dead to sin, but now we are raised with him. It reminds us that by grace we're saved through faith in Jesus alone. So we're going to sing our final song together, We Are the Church. Let's sing.
3: Before the world began God made a master plan to bring all things together under
0: Friends, we are the church. Have you heard? He washed us clean with his word. He chose us to be on his team. We are more loved than we could dream. We've got good news. Shout it out. You've got to hear what it's all about. No one's too far away to be welcomed into God's family. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you now and always. Amen. Go in peace, to love, and to serve the Lord, in the name of Christ. Amen.